As a single professional, I had debt and no savings after my divorce. I always wonder how I can start investing in real estate to secure my future. I studied programs that gave me all the benefits of investing in real estate. Some claim I could start with no money, but I could not find one that gave me the practical, actionable steps I needed. As a wealth advisor, I've met people that own real estate, but weren't ahead financially. They were rich, but they weren't wealthy. Then I finally realized that there was one vital component missing that makes someone become wealthy or not. And on the show, I will reveal what I found and give you the step-by-step -step actions to start investing in real estate and increase your wealth. My name is Araceli. Let's get started. Welcome everyone. This is Araceli, Transition Wealth Advisor and Real Estate Investor in the US and Canada. And today I have a very special lady today with her story on how she became a real estate investor, Alka Sharma. Alka, can you tell us who you are, what you do, where you are, and uh, how you got yourself into real estate investing? Absolutely. Well, obviously, it's just a pleasure to be with you today. So I'm a real estate investor and I got into real estate. I was passionate about even when I had my fitness studio because I had started in the health and fitness space, having my own fitness studio. And on the side, I was I had an investment property it was a condo that I bought in 2014 in heart of downtown core. So through the passion, I knew that, you know, having a job was not going to be sustainable. I wanted more for my life and for my family. And I always knew that real estate was the vehicle of your choice. If you're looking to, um, if you're looking to, you know, having the cash flow, looking to really having that time freedom. So essentially how I got into was to, um, you know, had, I had those goals and I wanted to navigate from my nine to five to, you know, having a life of my choice and having time freedom to do what I want, when I want, because I know I can. Yeah, that's amazing. So tell me, what uh, what can you share with the listeners that it was the hardest part for you to transition to from nine to five to a real estate investor business? Absolutely. I would say the hardest part was letting go because, you know, we are in our jobs and we're passionate about our jobs, but our jobs require that we are committed to our job, but then we don't see anything else beyond than being in our jobs. And so for me, I was, I love my job. However, that's what kept me stuck. And a lot of people, Araceli, I'm finding that they are stuck, sick, or sorry for being in the job that they're in. Maybe they're running out of the passion. Maybe they're not passionate about their job. And for me, that was the one thing I was just, I could not let go. And as a result, I think we need to just, you know, have that mindset, having that frame of mind that we need to look beyond. And if that's the life that we truly want, the time freedom, then we have to learn to let go. Yeah, um, you know, I'm completely with you because I was an employee myself for a long, long time. And it took me, ah, 
almost two decades to realize that uh, the job was not going to give me what I need. And you know what, at the beginning, you always are excited about what you're doing at work. Yes. I think somewhere along the way that you ran out of steam. And the reason that you do that is because the job, it only pays you so much and it demands more and more time. So yes. the balance between job and life becomes very hard. And I, I'm totally with you, but I think if you learn to let go and allow other possibilities like real estate, it doesn't have to be real estate, but real estate is one of the best ones to be able to generate cash flow and increase your wealth. So that's right. why I'm, I'm totally, totally with you. Now, if you were going to give advice on how to get started, how would you say, what, what is the, the number one thing that you would want to do? So if, if anybody is looking to getting into real estate, um, you need to, you need to have a plan because I, I had a plan and initially my plan, it was to, uh, what does, what, what do I want out of life in the next five to 10 years? If you chart and you write down those goals, or you, you create a plan for yourself and for your family, then you know it's going to be easier because then you're going to take those incremental steps to achieve and attack on that plan. So I would say you need to create a plan. You need to know, okay, what is going to be your exit strategy? What is going to be your strategy? Are you looking to, as an investor, are you looking to, um, to getting into a single family, multifamily, uh, rentals? What is your plan? And once you have that concrete plan, then you work backwards to making that possible. So I would say you need to have a plan because without a plan, you can't go forward. So you need to really hone in to what's going to be your strategy. Absolutely. And you know what? I think that is probably one of the best things that you could have said to people because what I've seen is there's many people wanting to come in into real estate investing, but they don't have a plan. They don't have a, mm -hmm. any, any direction where to go. Right. And I think that that's what most people get stuck. And the thing is, if you don't have that plan, and remember, a plan can change along the way, but mm -hmm. if you don't have the plan, then you don't have that certainty to get started. I think yes. that's what most people get paralyzed. Now tell exactly. me, what is the biggest difficulty that you have uh, gone through in real estate investing? Is there something that you say, wow, that was a little bit difficult for me to do, but you went through it? I would say, if I can just perhaps just go back on that point about the plan because if you you if you don't have your plan like they say you you plan to fail but you fail to plan and you only fail to plan because there is no there is no written you did not write it down as to what your plan was so that's the only reason why you would plan why you would fail so what i would say Ariselli, is what it has been the um the challenging well i would Really say challenging but I think every part every step of our journey as an investor we were always constantly learning and I would say is screening your tenants because if you do not screen your tenants because let's face it your tenants will not look after your property 
as you, the landlord, will look after your property. And I can truly attest to this because my tenants just left uh, because their lease expired, so they have left. But when I went to the property last week, they left it in a mess. It was a they damaged the place. And lessons learned. As a landlord, I did not go frequently to check on the property. I trusted the tenants. But nowadays, you know, we cannot trust. You need to be very careful, put it that way. As a landlord, you need to screen your tenants thoroughly. And as a landlord, you are responsible for your property you know, external, internal, you need to walk around your property throughout the leasing period. You want to make sure your property is kept and, you know, in that way, you're going to save time and money later on down the line. Absolutely well said. I think that we all go through different things, right? Um, the same with myself, I have a triplex and it did take me a while get the right tenants you know at the beginning you just want to rent the place yes but you know then you don't know exactly what you're looking for as you go along then you need to create an avatar of your perfect tenant because the perfect tenant for some properties are not the same perfect tenant than other properties uh, yes. in my triplex i need to make sure that the people get along well right because at the beginning i have people that they were in different schedules and they were complaining that the upper tenant was making noise and then I had a family with younger kids. So I have to find the right and perfect combination, which takes time. So you mm -hmm. just have to get at it and continue to analyze, okay, why it didn't work and what else do I, could I do differently or what kind of different type of people I can bring in that would fit better this property. But Absolutely. Yeah, like we all go through every single landlord, they go through some kind of um, ad adaptation, I will call it, right? When it comes exactly. to um, the tenants. Mm -hmm. But that's good. Definitely. Okay, so tell me, so what are your plans moving forward? Do you have anything coming up that is exciting? Uh, in, in terms of the, the property wise? The property yes. Side. So what what's going to be exciting? So now that I you know the tenants upstairs have left because the lease expired. So now I've got painters who are going to be starting to, starting the work tomorrow. So we're just going to renovate the place, you know, make it fresh. So new tenants are going to be moving in starting July the first. So that's always exciting, getting new tenants coming in. And so what the advice I would give is that when you're you know, having new tenants come in or your previous tenants leave, get them to, uh, first of all, give you a safety deposit. They need to give you a safety deposit. And so that's the lesson I learned, which is I want to share with you as to you do not want to make that mistake because that is a guarantee that the tenants, they're going to pay you, they will pay you on time and there will be no late fees. So if you have a security fee, a deposit that they can give to you, then that is, you know, a sure way that, you know, your tenants are going to be responsible when it comes to rental payments. So that's exciting. Yeah, yeah that is good. So tell the audience, how do they contact you if they want to get a hold of you? What is the best way to get a hold of you? 
Well, you could you can DM me. Um, I'm, I'm on Facebook. You can just message me, and I'm happy to answer any of your questions. I'm happy to share with you how my journey. How did I get into real estate? Uh, what are my tips and strategies that I truly want to share with you? So that if you're looking to getting into real estate investing, um, yeah, just just you know, just reach out to me, and I'm happy to answer any of your questions. And you know, we could work together. That's awesome. So I'm going to be putting all of that information in the comments. So if you didn't get everything from Alka, you can contact her, please. She's a great lady and she has lots of ideas to share. And explain. thank you. Just, this, this is what you want, because if you're thinking about it, the best way to do it is just to reach out to people that are already doing it. To give mm -hmm. you, it gives you that extra confidence that it is possible. So thank you so much for watching and uh, thank you so much, Alka, for being here. And You're welcome. You thank, you. thank you for being here on the show. Please remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get notified when there are more shows available. And if you would like to have more information on how to start investing in real estate, please visit my website at www.arisalihernandez.com. Thank you.